Hey, I'm Barry. And I'm Colton. And today on KingCast, we are excited to bring you into our conversation. Don't forget to like, share, and follow us. And let's get started and jump in with today's topic. At KingCast, we want to pose this question. What language are you speaking? Yeah. And of course, we're not talking about different dialects or different nationality, mother tongue type languages, mm-hmm. but we're talking about what do you base your conversation around? Mm-hmm. Um, Psalms 145, uh, 10 and 11 says, All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power. And just looking around society and what's all been happening and everything, you see a lot of Christians that are not really speaking the language of the Word of God anymore, mm-hmm. right? And when we look at how Jesus spoke, there was really a sharp contrast between how He spoke and how the world spoke at that time. Yeah, I mean, you can see that right in Scripture where um, Mark uh, one twenty two says, The people were awestruck and overwhelmed by His teaching because He taught in a way that demonstrated God's authority which was quite unlike the religious scholars. So yeah, just the voice um, of back then, religious scholars being in, in your um, in your head, in your ears, was in condemnation, yeah. guilt. Do this, don't do this. Exactly. And, and even outside of religion in the world today, a lot of what we hear is fear-based, mm-hmm. is, is making getting you scared to do something or respond a certain way or act a certain way. And, and that's a language that's being spoken. That's right. It's like you get into this groove of this language you talk to and it can either drag you down or it can begin to, to, to help you and work in you. Like Jesus spoke a different language. It almost sounded like even. Yeah. And it's why, why like the language that he was speaking, despite the dialect, all that, Mm -hmm. um, I, I, again, you can see this um, in John, um, where the fa- the Pharisees send out to go get Jesus and bring him back. And when they come back, they're empty-handed, and they say to him, "Where's Jesus?" And they say, "We've never heard a man speak like this before." And why was that so different to these Pharisees? Was he was he saying these things that they had just like never heard before? <laughs> no, probably not. No. But it was the words, yeah. it was the tone, it was it what was, was carried time. behind. It was the attitude of it and the motive behind why he was saying certain things. Yeah. You can feel those things. Totally. You can feel attitude, you can feel motive, right? And to me, it was like a different language in the sense that he always spoke God thoughts. Yeah. We talked about this, like he loved to always speak grace yep. and forgiveness and peace. peace. Yeah. yeah. Wholeness, that word... Saved really is 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 sozo, which means wholeness. Yeah. When you're saved, he wants to make you whole. Mm-hmm. So you have a wholeness in there. And then, of course, because he knew who he was and he knew the scriptures so well, he also spoke with authority. Yeah. When you speak with authority, people take notice because it's like that guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And the crazy thing is that he actually gave you and I that authority That's to right, speak yeah. in. And if cool you scripture, yeah. If you go back to Matthew. Uh, chapter 9 this is where a lot of us know this story jesus comes and there's the his friends lower the the their buddy through the ceiling he can't walk he's a paralytic and jesus heals him of his sins and they're like up in arms about that so he goes well what's 
what's harder to heal a person of their sins or to say get up and walk and so he tells the guy to get up and walk and sure enough mm -hmm. we know the story he gets up sprints out of there but I, it's the it's the verse right at the end of this that um is interesting to me and this is what the people saw and what the people said when the crowds witnessed this miracle they were awestruck they shouted praise to god because he had given such authority to human beings wow that's a it's saying a lot more than first light exactly <laughs> it's saying a lot more than first light because people are like oh that's to human beings not just to jesus yeah so obviously they saw jesus heal this man but to say that he gave authority to human beings I think implies that they saw his disciples doing the same thing. Right. Well, really talks or they calls the Bible calls there's like two kingdoms on the earth, the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness, and you can speak according to each one. Mm -hmm. You take kind of take your pick, right? And of course, you know, the, the language of of darkness is based on secular words, mm -hmm. like you say what the media is saying, mm -hmm. what people are telling you, you know, what are those earthly ideas yep. and how life yep. should be, and then if you really look at the kingdom of darkness, it's demonic based, and it and the Bible says it's just death and destruction. Mm -hmm. It's greed, it's selfishness, it's self promotion. Yeah. But then when you look at the kingdom of light and look what Jesus talked about, Jesus talked about really what we call spiritual matters, but they're God's words. Mm -hmm. It's God's word He used. The kingdom of of light, Jesus said, is based on life. It's based on joy. It's based on health. It's mm -hmm. based on healing. All the things that salvation provides under that word sozo, right? That 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 wholeness, and so yeah, it's kind of cool the way that there is this contrast between how the world speaks yep. and how a believer should speak. Yep. And really, I think we brought this up because we're seeing a lot of believers beginning to speak like the world, yeah, rather than beginning to continue to speak what the Word of God says. Exactly. And we always bring this up: the word hope. Yeah. And if you don't speak from the kingdom of light yeah there's no hope there's no hope. it looks like it's it's gone it's a dead yeah. end the, the only hope you have is hopefully the lockdown ends when yeah. they say it's gonna end <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and now we're losing hope in that because it just keeps getting yeah. extended and extended and yeah. people are like oh there's no hope yeah am i ever going to see my grandparents again yeah. or am i ever going to get to another province again mm -hmm. and so we see uh, begin to see all these things and and but the word of god just brings hope mm -hmm. like we talked about uh, in in our other uh, podcasts mm -hmm. about the architects in control, yeah, you know what God is like, and yeah. He's got a plan, right? Um, this is a statement that came to me when I was looking at this. You know, what language are you speaking? And it, and it was like it felt like the Lord said, "Our language produces a culture, which produces a lifestyle." Totally, and I would totally agree with that. I would say, um, just from even working at an indoor skate park, I can hear the language through each different individual mm -hmm. because it produces a culture. So I can hear one kid talk and go, oh, you're the sports kid because I can hear the language in it. I can hear another kid talk and go, oh, you're the music kid because I can hear the language in it. And th those things maybe aren't necessarily bad, mm -hmm. but they are a language, a culture that's, that's being pushed. Being produced in Being them, produced. Right? Because you have to know something to speak the language, yeah, so to speak. exactly. So you have to know something about the sport you're interested in to speak that language, which produces that lifestyle, yeah. which causes you to be a hockey player, or yeah. causes you to be whatever language you are speaking. Yeah. When I pastored in Claire's home for three and a half years, 
Clairsholm is a cowboy town. Mm -hmm. But before I pastored, I farmed. And so I had cattle yep. and I planted grains yep. and I owned the farm. And when I moved in there, it was just like not a problem. Mm -hmm. I could communicate with everybody. You had the I lingo. Spoke their language, <laughs> right? The first year I was there, they, they took me out on this, uh, um, to this ranch and we branded calves yeah. and we, uh, and we treated them. When I farmed, we just put a little ear tag in because I didn't have as many cattle. I didn't have hundreds and hundreds oh, of yeah. like these ranchers who would actually brand them. And so they taught me this, but it wasn't that foreign to me. Yeah. Uh, they kind of told me what I should do. I was part of it and I just did that. So yeah. it just fit right in. Yeah. You and me can talk golf because we both golf. Because we both you golf. You talk to somebody who doesn't golf. Yeah. It's like, really? It can't be that hard. Yeah. And, like, and I, no. think, I think that's sort of a problem we have in today's culture is we talk about things that we actually don't even have the language for. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I deal with this a lot with youth is they tell me what they think God is like yeah. without having the language of opening a Bible I, and, and seeing, and seeing it like. and hearing it. And seeing how Jesus spoke. And, and it's the problem with so much, um, I would say, oppression, so much depression, so much yeah. hate that's going on right now is because we have people speaking a language and that doesn't fit. And then other people who don't speak that language trying to help those people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I... Well, you're really saying we need to have some knowledge of the Bible. Gotta have we some need knowledge. to have some knowledge of the things of God. Yeah. We need to know something to speak that language. Yeah. And if you're like me, it doesn't happen overnight. You've got to continue to, to, to learn that language, so to speak. Yeah. Our language produces a culture, which produces a lifestyle. I look at my lifestyle now, it's completely different. Mm-hmm. From, from the first 30 years of my life, I think, how did I get here? Yeah. It was because I just began to speak that language of the Word of God, and it began to change me. Yeah. It's got so much power, right? Yeah. Hebrews 4.12, uh, isn't it? Yeah, 4.12, for the Word of God is quick and powerful. It means that it's alive, it is powerful, it is sharp. Yeah. And it can even divide, it says, the intent of the heart from what you're saying out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, wow, so if you read the Bible, it begins to reveal some things to you, and you realize... Oh, what I'm saying is not really me. I'm speaking the wrong language yeah. here. So. What, what? Say that saying again one more time. The the Hebrews four. No, the culture. Oh, right. The uh, the language produces a culture, which produces a lifestyle. Yeah, so that's, a lifestyle that's good. is just who you are every day. Yeah, it's not you're not a lifestyle. You don't try to be that anymore. Yeah. you have now. Uh, over time, that's just become your lifestyle. Yeah, the language produces a culture, which produces a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I think I can. I'll share a quick story where that's firsthand going back to being younger. My dad used to always say this to me. You are the music you listen to yeah. and you are the people you hang out with. Right. So uh, just that statement, the culture produces a lifestyle, a, uh, a lifestyle or sorry, the language, the language produces, produces a culture. culture which so the language I was listening to at that time was rap music yeah. and, and like hardcore rap so music. So it produced a culture in me. Rap of music, of aggressive Connected tones, to money, whatever they're saying. That was my language, which then produced a lifestyle where then I Jesus manifested those. Yes, exactly. I, I dressed the way I, I was, the language I yes. was using. Um, but if Jesus didn't pull you out, you'd be at the next level. I'd be at the next level. Pretty soon you'd be having the... The gun, the, the, gun, the, yeah, the, the drugs, the you, you step more, you, you continue to manifest. Yeah, and it becomes your lifestyle. It becomes your lifestyle. That's so that's really powerful. I like that quote. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's a difference between the kingdom of like and the kingdom 
of darkness. And so what are we going to base our language on? Are we going to base it on secular words? Or are we going to base our language on God's words or the word of God? Mm-hmm. And so that's something that obviously takes attention. <laughs> yep. Sometimes I catch myself just speaking like the world. Yep. And the hope is kind of gone. And when are we going to get over this thing? Yep. <laughs> and then the next morning I wake up and I'm like, why? I yeah. need to get back. Just like it says in the Bible that Jesus sometimes went alone to pray. Mm-hmm. He just left everybody, whether he went into a mountain or into a yeah. desert place, it says he just went alone. Yeah. Spend some time with God. We've got to learn to yeah. be able to do those things. Oh, yeah. Changes our language, changes yeah. our thoughts, changes our ideas, mm-hmm. and begins to fill us with exactly what Jesus talked about, that peace and that hope and that wholeness. Mm-hmm. Bible ideas are cool. Yeah. Yeah. And surround yourself with people that people, are speaking that yeah. language as well because that's just it right i i've had a night this week where I, all of a sudden it was like woe is me the world is pointless and meaningless <laughs> and i don't know and that's because i was allowing the the world's voice in getting and getting loud and and yeah it was it changed the language that i was speaking and it took me yeah like you said getting back into Oh God, I got to get back to you. What's mm-hmm. your word say? What are you saying to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. You have a really cool story, and and it may not even be about what you spoke, but the authority and the presence you walk in, and and probably had to speak something. I just don't exactly remember exactly. what I was saying or yeah. when I was saying it. But when I first moved uh, to Red Deer, I had to find a dentist because I, of course, needed a dentist, and so I found this one up by the river where the church was. And I visited it, the, you know, went there and got my teeth cleaned one time. And the second time I walked in there, I had the appointment and I walked in there and, and she looks at me and she goes, oh, it's Barry. And I said, yeah, it's, uh, it's me again. And she goes, um, it's, uh, it's really good when you're here. And I said, oh, why is that? And she says, because you bring a call with you. Mm. It just seems like you have a confidence about you. Yeah. And I said, oh, well, that's cool. And I just sat down and waited. I didn't take it any farther. Yeah. Um. But it got me thinking that I didn't even try to do this. I didn't even try to pretend yeah. anything. It was just kind of who I have become, the lifestyle of who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't have to even, we, as believers, we don't have to say a lot. The culture, which produces a lifestyle. Which produces a lifestyle. Our challenge to, today to you, and I pray that you would just be brutally honest with yourself in this, in this moment. What language are you speaking? Is your language the one that lines up with the Bible? Or is your language the one that lines up with social media? Is it the one that lines up with what your neighbor's saying, what mom or dad's saying, friends or family that need to hear this? Send it their way. And don't be afraid to post and ask questions if you have anything.